a good day of Shabbos, Parasha uh, Shemini. Uh, we'll record the Parasha now, the Shir, beginning on Shabbos. Um, the 25th, I think it is, Chazor Shir, whichever number we are up to now. Um, we're on number 9 on the base. Uh, 2, 4, 6, 8 lines up, where it says Tarekinin, the last word on the line. We said Tarekinin, in fact, go one, one line before that. Tarekinin, Chayovin, Bechado, 9 lines up. Tarekinin, Chayovin, Bechado. Tarekinin, are obligated in Chado. The Chiyos, the Robin, when Robin came along, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, he said that Rabbi Yechanan had said, Tarekinin, Paturim, in Chado, as Tarekinin, are possible from Chado. There are different good stories here. Some say the, the Rosh Kiddi is going is just when Robin came along, he said the Rabbi Yechon said it's Chayv and Chayv, and that's it. That's what the God is my Gyal here as well. Ask the Gemara, my Tereknin, what are these Tereknin? Omar Abayi, after the Abayi, Kuvo the Aru. Which Rashi explains what is Kuvo the Aru, shout is inside the oven, he makes a little bit of a ditch on the floor, the cut in the, the floor of the oven, the stove, and he puts the, he puts the, um, he puts flour and water in there, and it bakes there. So that we say is maybe possibly the chayav, but it's, let's say it's chayav and chayav. But Omar Abaye, Tosu says Abaye, Teresa puturim in achava. Abaye says that Teresa is exempt from chayav. My Teresa, what is Teresa? Because the Omri, some say Gavil Nirtach. It is what we call Gavil Nirtach, which Rashi says he takes his flour and water mixture and he pours it straight on top of the stove. And if it spreads across it, and it, uh, because obviously the stove is boiling hot already, and it bakes like that. So that we say is potter from, uh, from Chal. Uh, the Ikhaz on the other say, Naam of the Hindukah. It's what we call Naam of the Hindukah, which is dough, which is put on a spit, and they continually, um, smear it with oil and, uh, oil and, uh, Rashi says, or, uh, or an egg, and, uh, shuman and fat points to go to the Inyakos. And uh, that's how it bakes. That doesn't have um, that doesn't have a chiyuv of chalor. The ikad omi and others say that and her osli the kutach. It's bread which is made for kutach. Kutach is a dip which uh, the Babylonians used to make. And uh, one of the things in it is it has it has bread and it has sour milk. And it, the bread which is made for that doesn't have the chashivus of bread. It has to be left to bake in the sun. Tony Rabbi Chia Rabbi Chia taught left and her osli the kutach potum and achad. As we said, that this lechem which is made for kutak is possible from chada. After the Gemara of Hatanya chayav chada, but surely we learn from the Brayt that it's obligated in chada. After the Gemara also can take any time or there, there is that the reason it's taught. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, the Rabbi Yehuda says maaseh on the chichin olehu. The way it's made, the end product shows that it is a dovah chosher, even though it's baked in the sun and it's made for kutak. It's baked in the sun being the main point, it doesn't matter. It's got a, if it's a kashmaka loaf at the end of it, it's clearly, it's a, it's a dovah choshev, and that would be chayvin chala. And he, he now elaborates, he explains that saw on top of the lamchet, on the dalat, our son, ka'avin, if he makes that big, thick, uh, nice, kruskoi, uh, loaves of bread, then chayovin, then chayvin chala. Kilamudin, if it's made just like planks of wood, just stripped, then it's patur. It's clearly just made for the kutaf, and therefore, it is, um, it wasn't made for lechem, it was made more for the kutach, and therefore since it's baked, baked in the sun, it's pots from chalom. Omarei Abayi and Rabbi Yisif, so Abayi said to Rabbi Yisif, Hai kubba da'ara, mayim mevarkin e'rabe. What bracha do you make on this kubba da'ara? The thing we had right at the beginning, the tereknen, 
which is placed, you take, place the plant water inside a ditch in the oven. So it's actually contained. It doesn't just spread and become a thin, a thin uh, cake or cracker. So what broth do you make on it? Amalei si setin, mi sabrat namo, who do you think is actually bread? Gugla ba'amu, it's just something being mixed together, kneaded together. With a volcano, it's already very many names on it. Can you make very many names on it? Mazutra kovas uzote ilave, mazutra he fixed his sword on it. Ubirich ilave, hamitzi lechem in a orez, shalosh broth. And he made hamitzi on it and burst hamotin. And that's exactly the way we passkin. Let's just finish off first and then we'll go back to the psak. Oma ma'abarabashi says ma'abarabashi, but only it's when he did chavotu ba'pesach. You can use this kuba da'aro for your chedot matzah, your obligation of matzah on the first night. My time, what's the reason? Because lechem only karinombe. We call it, we read about it, lechem thing. It is bread. And that's exactly the way we pass it on this kuba da'aro, this reikonin. It's uh, the bracha is going to be very many in the zonis, unless you fix your, your sword on it. If you fix your sword on it, then it will be amitzi lechem in the and bech samos. As for the others, the the Teresa, which we said was exempt from Chalot, so uh, the Gevil Miritach and the Naam of the Hindukar and the Lechem of the Kutach, all these things, the Brokha is Mazonis, and the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, it's Mazonis even if, if you fix your sword on it. The Maita, the the uh, the Mogenavro, the, the Bach talk about them, there may be a, a room for Chumra there, saying that if you do fix your sword on it, that uh, you, you, you would have to make Hamaiti. And the Lechem Osir Kutak, interestingly enough, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't make the distinction of whether it's made Kilamudin or it's made Ka'avin. And the Alphonians discuss why, but one thing, says Mishra Burra, which we said was clear, is that if you have a fixed sword on it, and you have Kadesh Tavir, you have enough to satisfy yourself, and it's the Ka'avin, it's the Kashmaka loaf, which are baked in the sun, you definitely would make Hamlet and Bukhsamozim on it. That is the Allah with regards to what we have talked about here. Tosus, as we said, Tosfos um, talks about something which is a dough which has been uh, boiled or deep fried. Because it starts out as a dough, and therefore if it starts out as a dough, it's a bread type product. And the bread type product, if it's a non-sweet dough, it's going to, it should be amoksi. If it's a sweet dough, then it's what we call pasav or the kitten. In which case, if you fix your sword on it, if you have a kazetam on it, you'd have to wash and a kamoksi and both that's the way it starts out. However, in the end, you decide not to bake it. And to keep matters simple, we will be talking about a case where right from the start, that was your plan. Your plan was to boil it or deep fry it. So it wasn't baked. So in which case, it's not a bread-type product. So, with regard to challah, there's no shayla about it. So of course it's chayven challah, because, how you say, I mean, you needed it, it was a dough. So of course it's chayven challah. The question is, what about when it comes to hilkas brothers? Do we say when it comes to hilkas brothers, we go after the what's being eaten. It's not a bread type product. So you can just you make mazonis on it, no matter how much you have of it, whether it's a sweet dough, it's a non-sweet dough, you'll never have to wash on it. You never have to make hamlet in both some of them. Or do you say, no, look, just like it's high and challah, we do reckon with what it was to start out with. And therefore, even after the boiling and the deep frying, it doesn't matter. We reckon with what it was at the beginning, and therefore if it's a non-sweet dough, you'd have to wash on it. Or and if it is a sweet dough, then if you have a thick sword on it, you'd have to wash on it. And what we saw in Shokanar was Tosus already brings two days about this, and uh, in Shulchan Aruch as well, the two days are brought down there. And the Ikhalok, what we said was, that generally speaking, we go like the more lenient Chetta, and you would never have to wash it, you would never have to make Hamotzi. We said the one exception is, if, number one, it is made al that you're going to bake it, and then you change your mind. And even then, it's got to be that you have enough Kadeh Tavir, you have enough to, to uh, actually have a Chiyah Zeri because you're satisfied. 
a very rare case, because normally, when you make it into a dose of starboard, you know what you're planning to make. That's the Ikahalom. However, says the Machaba, a Yeresh Amayim will want to make sure to be Yotze all shepherds. And therefore, on the one hand, he definitely can't make Hametzi on it, because that's not the Ikahalom. But he'll make sure to have it in a Tzuzah. He'll make sure to have it in a Tzuzah. And therefore, if you want to be a, a Yeresh Amayim, you want to be a Yeresh Amayim, so therefore, you'll take your you'll take your, uh, if you've got a non-sweet dough, a, a, a proper bread-type dough, so that you would make sure not to have at all, unless you're having it in a bread meal. And if you've got a non-sweet dough, uh, sorry, a sweet dough, so that if you're only going to have a little bit of it, then you've got no problem, you don't have to have it in a meal either way, because it's half of all the kitchen. But if you're going to have a lot of it, then you'd make sure to only have it in a bread-type meal, because of the chashash of this, of this uh, stringent opinion, which holds the reckon with what it was to start with. And we gave an example could be donuts. Donuts which may start out as a sweet dough, pass up all the kitchen dough, but it's deep fried at the end. And we spoke about all sorts of different examples. We spoke about pancakes, um, which, uh, whether they are fried and they're not fried, obviously if it's not fried, it's just done uh, without any oil or very, very tiny amount of oil, then that's called, that is called um, being baked. And therefore it would definitely be hamosi, unless it's a very, very thin one. If it's a very thin one, then it doesn't have the principle. Then, Maybe not, okay, if it's a very thin one, it would be a different halacha. But if it's not a very thin one, then the truth is it's very similar to this case of Tarekinen. Um, and since it's being baked, if you're going to fix your meal on it, you would have to make a ha-mosi on it. If, um, if it is being fried, then if it's not deep fried, you've got a bit of a shida. If it is deep fried, then it's not much of a shida we just talked about starts out as a dough, and then ends up being fried, deep fried, that would be a different uh, sort, a sort of shayda. Um, we spoke about all sorts of things like noodles and spaghetti, these things which no matter what, doesn't matter how they're made, they don't have three for the namor, shaking the ramal there already, the shokonor that uh, the speaks about it, they don't have their parents for bread, and if you don't have a shayda, you can have as much as you want of it, but you don't have to worry about the way they're, the way they're made. We spoke about lasagna, wasn't, we weren't 100% sure exactly how it's made, but going on the way they describe it, since it's boiled, it may go into this uh, grey area we've, we've discussed. But again, that has to be verified exactly how it's made. Um, and we spoke about various other alakas, so that's more or less the main thing which we take from Tosus. You can take it if you gain it for the, uh, for, uh, the, other, the other details we spoke about there. Carries on the Gemara now. When it's been crushed or when it comes out on its own, in other words, the liquid of the date, the broth you make on it is shahaka. My time, what's the reason? Because they are the almo, it's not the pre itself, you can't say very pre, it's just what we call the, the sweat of the fruit, that's not the pre, and therefore you make shahaka on it. Come on, like whom does that go? We say Kihai Tana, it goes like the following Tana. The Snamas we learned in the Mishnah and Trumos. The Vash Tamarin, the Yetapotim, the Date Honey, the Wine of, uh, of Apples, in other words, Cider. The Chomet, Sifavonius, and Vinegar, which is made from grapes which are not ripe and will never ripen. Ushaane, Tavis, and other fruit juices, Shal Turuma of Turuma produce. Rabbi Yezim, the Chai of Kenan of Chomesh. Rabbi Yezim says that if a Zor, if a non cone eats it, that's like eating the fruit itself, even though it's the fruit juice, and he says, therefore you have to pay, if you do the shake, you have to pay the, the value plus the fifth. But Rabbi Yeshua, I'm and Rabbi Yeshua says, no, you don't, because like we said, that's not the fruit, it's just the other 
So this is following Rabbi Yeshua. And that's the way we pass him. We pass him on all fruit juices, except for the two, the two exceptions being olive oil, if eaten in the right way, and, um, and wine. Other than those two, on all fruit juices, we make shahakal. We spoke about the Shet of the Rashbah, which says that if the majority, if that's what the fruit is grown for, is for the juice, then you make very priori. Still, nonetheless, it seems that Ikhalaf, although the way we pass in, from the Shulchan Aras, from the Shabura rules, is you still make shahakal. So even on oranges, you make, on orange juice, you make shahakal. Ramesh Shabbos says even if you've got bits of orange, uh, tiny bits in there, it's still the Ikha is the, is the juice, and then you make shahakal. We pointed out that, again, the, the Messias is, needs a little bit of verification if the mice of people are not interested in the bits at all still needs a, a little bit uh, more uh, verification and we did mention the shit of the Chazan Ish the Chazan Ish does rule with the Rashbal and he says no that if the fruit the majority is grown for that purpose that species is grown for that purpose therefore you make ho'it and therefore you'll find many people who, in Bnei Barak apparently I've been told who will make ho'it on oranges but that's about pretty much the only fruits where you will find that um, and the halakha, obviously, generally, we pass in the Mishnah Bura, we go like the Mishnah Bura, and therefore, as in the Nakir is, we make Shahakal. But if a person did make Hoyt on the fruit juice, which Shlomo Zaman already says, you've got the Chazanish, you've got one or two others for us, the Chazanish there, and therefore, you would be out. Carries on the Gemara. Omar Yahumi Rabbon on the Rabbon. There was a certain one of the Rabbon, and he said to Rabbon, Turima Mahu, what's the din with Turima? And we know Trima is something which has been crushed a little bit, uh, a date which has been crushed a little bit. Le'ava Adati Zerobah. But Robert didn't know what he was talking about. My comment, he didn't know what he was talking about. Yosef Rabbi Makami Zerobah. Rabbi was sitting in front of Zerobah. Omar, he said to this, this one of the Rabbon, he said, He tried to help out Robert. He said, Are you talking about sesame which has been crushed to get the oil? Oh, maybe the Kurzumi Ka'amat. You're talking about saffron, where you squeeze out the juice uh, and then you add, you add, um, he adds wine to it, he drinks it like that. Oh, is the Purtini Kamat? Or are you talking about Purtini? Which is uh, where you crush grapes to take out the, the pits and then you, then you use it to put water in there to make mead. So, at that point, after Rolla realized what the Dadati, he realized what Trima was, obviously something which had been crushed. And Omali said, Ah, oh, what you mean is Khashilta Vadai Kamat. What you mean to say is Khashilta, that's definitely what you're talking about. With Castle Milton, if you reminded me of the following thing, the dates of Truma, Mutalatis me and Trima. You're allowed to make from them Trima. You're allowed to crush them and make Trima from them. Now, Truma produce, you're not allowed to just waste and destroy. So, the fact that you're allowed to make it into Trima, that shows me that it's still considered a fruit. Because for also, Lassis me and Shekhov, you're not allowed to use the dates to make beer out of it, because that destroys it. That's a waste. So therefore we see the Ustalawata is Tamri Vatina Trima, if you take your dates and you make it into Trima, you crush them, Mavarkin and Amaya Bariprioit, you make the Brahma Bariprioit on them. My time was reasonable because I can't make the Mayakar, because we see they still retain their original status of fruit. And we saw in Rashi, Rashi seems to imply, and Trimasadash is Madai that this and rules like this, that only if you crush it a little bit. But if you crush it completely, make it into a paste, into a dough, then seemingly it would be Shahakal. Whereas the Ramam doesn't make that distinction, and in Shokhanarov it's passing like the Ramam. And therefore, even if you make it into a paste, into a dough, you make hoi. Can we explain the reason being? Because the texture is still the same. However, if you completely change it in such a way, either because there is a, a, another case which they talk about, the, it seems some sort of jam, which number one, one difference is it's been cooked. Another difference is various things like sugars and oil have been added. Another point is it's not crushed with a hand, 
or when a fork has been crushed properly with a machine, so that it's really crushed, the texture changes. So, for what, different folks can speak about the, the, the different differences, and because of that, although the Ikahalotas of Mold would seem to be very pre still we make Shahatas. And we spoke about various applications of that, but one thing, one year so we took out of that is, that, going back to the case of the Esau, is even if something has changed to the extent that you can't recognize it, the only reason you can't recognize it is because of what we call the civil sodis. It's because it's been coloured. Or because it's been sliced. Or because it's been mashed. But the texture is still the same. It's still the same fruit. Then you still make the, the original broth. So we said, for example, Chris, according to this, you'd be able to make hard There are those who say shakram. The vast majority say hard Popcorn. You don't say, I can't recognize it as the original fruit, uh, the original uh, corn, obviously. No, it retains its original broth. And so on and so forth. We've mentioned various examples of this. Unless there's a genuine change in it, the whole texture changes, generally, generally, obviously, each uh, food uh, the post can go through, one food after another, but, and there can be other factors, so we can't give this as an absolute uh, rule for everything, but it, based on the way we understood it, that's the way, that would give us some understanding why, just because you can't recognise certain things, doesn't automatically mean that the broth has changed. But we said, for example, if you've got compost, which has been completely liquidised, if there's no pieces of fruit there, solid pieces, if there are, then you can make hikes on that, then you'd make shahakal on it. That was the example we gave, where it's been completely, completely uh, changed. Uh, carries on the Gemara. Shetiso. Now we talk about this Shetiso. Now Shetiso, we said, was, it's a mixture of, it's, wait, what they do is they take flour, but Rashi says it's from a, uh, kernels which have been parched to keep them nice and sweet and they add water, honey, various things to it and Rav Omar Shachal says it's Rav Shachal Ushmuel Omar Boim in Imazen Ushmuel says it's Boim in Imazen so Omar Abkhista says Abkhista the very Taliki, they're not arguing Hobo Ovo, Hobo Rachel Shmuel says Boim in Imazen it's about the thick stuff whereas Rav is about where it's the liquid it's more like a drink Ovo La Achila Obdilo when it's thick it's made to be eaten and when it's soft, it's made for a poor. So that doesn't mean because it's made for a poor, therefore the broth changes. What it's saying is, it's made for a poor, that's why it's made as a liquid. But since it's a liquid, the substance, it's a liquid on liquid, we make shahaka. Most of Raviyotif asked a question from a... We, we have we have in Shabbos, it says there, right there, I think it is, the Shalim Shabbat Hashim is Hashim the Shabbos. Even though there's a Mahalik there, that way you can add your water to your brand, because of Melechus Losh on Shabbos needing. But everyone agrees that you can mix your shita on Shabbos. Now, so, so since you're mixing it, Rashi already used this as well, with a spoon, it's obviously not a solid, because it's not, otherwise it would say you can knead it. So we're talking about the liquidy stuff. The Shaitan Zaysamah mystery, and you can drink, you can drink this Zaysamah mystery, which is some sort of a thing which people eat, uh, drink for a while, but also healthy people have it. It's, uh, it's made of we said wheat, barley, uh, was it oil in there, possibly vinegar, there were a couple of other, other ingredients there. The yeast are divided for a four from a chavi. If you're telling me that the liquid type of shita is generally made for a four, so a four of a shabbat, is it permitted on shabbat to, to have a four, to take medicines on shabbat? So obviously the liquid stuff is not for a four. So Amadeh Abayi said, Abayi said back to Sir Abayi, the Atlantisra, you don't think so? Surely we learned in the Mishnah, all foods the person can have, even if he's having them for a four purpose on Shabbos. 
The Chol Amashkin shows that all drinks the person can have for a four purposes on Shabbos, as long as they're normal drinks, normal food. And a Ma'isach on him is, what have you got? What, what, what are you going to say? Gavram Achim or Kamachan? You got to think because yeah, the other day the person he just eating. Yeah, there are four. will be a side of him, but he's eating. You're allowed to eat on Shabbos. So Achanami says to him here, Gavram Achim or Kamachan. You can have the sheep on Shabbos. The family is going to give her a four. It doesn't matter. You're eating. You're having something which gives you. It does actually satiate the person. So therefore, not a problem. This Nafsoin, others say, another Russian is, and a Maestro's name, but the other Russian is this. Then what, what, uh, what do you got to say? Gavra Dachilo Kamna Kavin, he'll come on us to eat. Urufuwa Mamelo Kavin, and Urufuwa is automatic. Hakanami Dachilo Kamna Kavin, Urufuwa Mamelo Kavin. Say to her, they have a Dishtisa. Now, it's Mavuwa from Tosus, we said, that the, when Zabiyetiv asked the question, he said, yes. He obviously he knew the Mishnah. But he thought, it's got to be something which is, which is predominantly as an Eicha. And you are having as a side thing we gave example whiskey to eat to, to eat a toothache. So people don't have it pr- uh, sort of primarily for a toothache. It's a healthy man's food. But something where the ikka is for a bua, he thought, that you can't have on Shabbat. So if I said no. It says kol even, the inclusive kol includes even something which is ikka for a bua, it doesn't matter. As long as healthy people do have it, it's not a problem. Utricha derav ushmuel. And both it's necessary to have, rather than we spoke about whether Shmuel, the Kirsa should be there, it's necessary to have the statements of Rav as well. Because you may think, Red's got the Mishnah and Shabbos. Once we know the Mishnah and Shabbos, which tells me that I can have the Shita on Shabbos, so you see that even though it's a liquidy thing which you have for a poor, it's obviously, it must be a healthy man's food, otherwise you wouldn't be able to have it on Shabbos, and therefore, obviously, you'd make a broth of on it. He says, no. Do you may hide, because if I would have only known the Mishnah and Shabbos, yeah, you can have it on Shabbos since it's a healthy man's food. We say, yeah, you're having a fasting, and the Rafua is made. That's the way we can look at it. Amalot, but over here, with regard to, with regard to, uh, to, uh, Brothers, since at the end of the day, we know why you're having it. You are having it for Rafua, otherwise you wouldn't be having it. Uh, sorry, since that's the case, um, Maybe you should make a broth at all. You're not interested in the Hanor. No, that's what he says. Since at the end that you are having Hanor, that you make the normal broth or whatever broth you would normally make on it. Then if it's a liquidy stuff, Shahako. If it's a thick stuff, it's going to be very many Mizenes. And we discussed the possibility whether we could have Shmuel there. One other possibility I thought because we said that according to Tosus, the Pshat we did suggest based on the Rabbi Nir, it doesn't fit so well with Tosus. Because Tosus clearly seems to say the Chiddush is in Rav. I was thinking about it, maybe you could say a slightly different idea, that if I didn't have Shmuel, if I only had Rav, the Rav would have said, on Shita, you make Shahafel. I may have made the mistake of thinking that that means even on the thick stuff. Even on the thick stuff, you know why? Because, yes, thick it's an, it's an Otel, but since, if you're having it for a poor, you're not really interested in the, the other side of it, Maybe you only make shahafel, and based on the, the vault we spoke about, then maybe it's got to be Otsi Kadei this way. It's got to be that you're making it for the purposes of satiation, not that it does satiate. So that's why we need Shmuel to come along. Now we've got Shmuel and Rav, so it's clear that Rav's statement was only made in the case when it is, when it is uh, thick, uh, sorry, it's thin and uh, the texture is very thin. But if it's thick, the brothel will be very minimized. And as we pointed out in Shukhanah, the Rambam, you will not find any mention of Rafur. At the end of the day, if you have the thick stuff, it doesn't matter why you're having it. It's going to be very minimum. If you have the thin stuff, whether it's for four, it's not for a four, the broth is going to be sharp. 
And the first is pointed out as well, one last point was, on, as you said, on any liquid, any, any uh, drinks, the rocks charcoal. Therefore, that's one reason why on beer, even though it's made from barley, that's one reason why it's charcoal. We said other reasons, it's said you've got the taste of the barley in there, and um, it's sometimes the, the, the marmoshas there, and also we mentioned because it could have been made into bread, so it's going to do it after another kitza. The reason we're taking it out here is because it's a liquid, therefore, liquid you make shahaka. Carries on the Gemara. Shalapatu ena hamaiti bakhul. We said that on bread you make hamaiti. Tonarabon. Mahuen, what exactly is the, the, the terminology of the brasa? So Tanakhama says hamaiti lechem in oret. Rabbi Nechemio ena moiti lechem in oret. He says you say moiti without the hay. Omar Rabba says, Rabba, but moiti kuli amalu pligi de apik mashma. If you say moiti without the hay, everyone agrees that's past tense and that's fine. Hashem produced the bread. The chsiv is right. Kel moiti on the mitzrayim. Hashem took them out of mitzrayim. It's still on speaking here. They've already gone out, and as we explained, based on the beautiful idea of the of the Maratrius, um, that from a Goy's perspective, Yitzias Mitzrayim is all a matter of the past. It was a physical redemption, and that was it. Kibbeliki, when do they argue? The Hamoiti the Abdehe. Rabban sorry, the Rabban holds Hamoiti the Afik Mashman. The word Hamoiti implies past tense. Therefore, it's fine. The Siv is it right? So, uh, yeah, the Siv is it right? Hamoiti the Chamai is the Rachalonish. They produce water for, for you from the flint, from the flint rock. That's in the past. For Rabbi Nechemah, Salah, he says, no. Hamoiti the Mafik Mashman. Hamoiti the Mashman in the future. Shenemah says, Hamoiti has come in Tachas in the time. It's Hashem speaking, the Tachas are being told in Mitzrayim, now, Hashem will take you out from under the burdens of, of the Egyptians. It's in the future. I am going to come my Yeah, Hashem is going to continue to produce water for you in the midst of, says Rashi. That's how he deals with that process. But Rabbon Amahu, what did Rabbon say to this with regard to Amitya Samitakas of this Mitzrayim? Rabbon said Amitya is past tense. How does it fit into this process? This is what I've got to spoke with saying to Kalalisto. Kazma Pikna the Khu, when I take you out from Mitzrayim, I'm going to do something to you. You will know that I know that I'll take you to the time. That I was the one in the past who took you out of Mitzrayim. The chesim is right to be and you shall know that I am Hashem When I'm taking you out, I'll do something that you will know that I am Hashem God. How many of you took you out? Mishamchin Rabban and Rabbi Zera as far Rabbi Zera Achva the Rabbi Shimon by Rabbi Zera. The Rabban prays in front of Rabbi Zera. They told him about this. Brother Rabbi Shimon Bar he's a great man. The Oven Godel, he's a great man who bought the Brothers and he's an expert in those process. So Omar Amos Rabbi Zayda said to them, the Shiobi, the Yad Kamani comes to you, have you or the Yadi bring him to me? Zimna Khadr one time, Ikra the Gabe, this brother, the son of Rabbi Zayda, was brought to him. I think he lived and they brought out bread to him. Pasach, Omar, he started making the Brotha, Mighty, without the head. So Omar Rabbi Zayda said, Zayda was showing him about the Oven Godel. This is the person about whom they say is an Oven Godel. Uboki be brought and he's an expert in brothels. Fish lovely Yama Hamaiti. It would have been fine if he would have said Hamaiti with a hay. No, he would have taught us something. Top of the number of on the base. Ashreen on Taino. He would have been telling us shots in the Sukkim where it says Hamaiti Mayan, Hamaiti Lokomayan, Sarachalonish, Hamaiti Atkanitak. He would have told us about shots in the Sukkim. Ashreen on the Sukkim, he would have told us how to say Zerabodo. And at the Oma Hamaiti, but now that he said Moiti, Michael Marshall was he teaching us. Everyone holds of that. The use of the Afuke Nafshem of the reason why he did that is he said, why did Afuke get involved in the Makhlix? Everyone agrees Moiti is good. The other thing is that Hamaiti Lechman Oret, if you still say Hamaiti Lechman Oret, the kind of one that we've asked that are bottoms of the they say to Afik Nafshem, it's past tense. That's you can say Hamaiti. And so this brings you, Rashami explains why Dafka we want Hamaiti. 
is because if you say moiti, you can have a problem that melech ha'olam moiti. The word ha'olam ends with a mem. Moiti begins with a mem. You may run the mems together, even though you may say, "I we've got in the we've got hanuti lechem min lechem min." That's based on a lot of the post, so we can't change that. But ham, but the the point there hanuti that we can add the hay to avoid this problem. This is also pointed out that where is the pasuk which says lechem min ha'olam? The pasuk matnia chotzi labeim etc. Which got ten words, and therefore when a person makes hanuti. He should hold the bread with his ten figures. Can I get the ten words in that pasuk? But I will add that the response is another reason why we say hamotzi with a hay. It's because he says there is a certain minor in hamotzi. Because hamotzi, as opposed to motzi, implies it implies not just past tense; it implies past, present, and future. As we spoke about, the mind we mentioned that truth is motzi and hamotzi is actually a past tense, so it's really present tense. It implies ongoing. But anyway, he says hamotzi implies past, present, and future. And therefore, with regard to lechem, wheat, which some which continually grows, therefore it's particularly appropriate to say hamotzi. Um, as a result of that, whether you go according to Tosus or, or the Ritzvah, you would have thought it's not the end of the world if you do say motzi. It's just because either to separate the letters, it's better to do hamotzi or to express this thing. But the truth is, if you take a look at the Ritzvah, the Ritzvah says clearly, I think I've got it the right way around, the Ritzvah says, but thus you should say hamotzi. Dusky, you should say Amit. It's not just a mile, but you should say Amit. Carries on the Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that on vegetables, following this discussion about the bread, about the broth on bread, it then says that on the greens, on vegetables, you say very Priyadom. Kartoni Yorokos, do me the past. We've taught Yorokos, the juxtaposition implies that they're similar to the bread. Just as the bread is something which has changed, it's changed form through fire. After so to Yorokos is something which is changed by fire. Something which is changed by fire. Just as an aside, by the way, I don't know if you remember, it just occurred to me now. We saw the Rambam with regard to sugar, where he said the broth changes because it's changed by fire. Where did he get that from? That fire is, a, is an exceptional thing. I think it's from here, from this Gemara. Do you see the reason why bread, at which point do we say that it gets hamoti, it's a different broth, it's no longer a pre, as we discussed, or Swiss discussed this idea with the, with the past made from kidneys, from legumes, because we said that it's changed through fire. Once it's changed through fire, it's a different myth. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, the idea of past. So, so we are continuing on. So, after when we talk about making bread, we are the Yorokos, we talk about vegetables which have also changed through fire. Omar Abinoi, Sutra Abinoi, Mishmeza Abayi. Zoyta Meret, we learn from this. Shalokis, if you boil up vegetables. Mavorchin, Aleim, Bore Priyadom, you make Bore Priyadom on them. Dorash Rabchista. So Rabchista, he darshan, Mishim Rabin, in the name of Rabbeinu. Who's Rabbeinu? Umanu Rab, that's Rab. Shalokis, Mavorchin, Aleim, Bore Priyadom on them. On the boiled vegetables, you make Bore Priyadom. The Rabbeinu, Yerg, Meret Yisrael. Our rebels who come down from Meret Yisrael, Umanu, who is that? That's Ula Mishmei de Rabbi Yechanon, Ula in the name of Rabbi Yechanon. Oma, he says, Shalokis Mawakan Aleim Shahakon Yebidvore, that on the boiled vegetables you make Shahakon. The Ani Ernest is of Chista, I say, Kulchet Chilotu Beri Priyadom, and then it depends. If, when it's raw, it's perfectly edible, and people enjoy it that way, and people eat it that way, then you make Beri Priyadom on it. Shalka, when you boil it up, Shahakon Yebidvore, it becomes Shahakon. The Kulchet Chilotu Shahakon Yebidvore, but something which, when it's raw, not so geschmack. People don't eat it that way. So then, you make shakal at the beginning. So shakal, when you boil it up, very priyadom, it becomes very priyadom. 
According to the Rif, Rav Shist is giving his own shift. We've got a Machlekes here between, between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. One says Adam and the other one says Shachal. Rav Shist is giving his own third shift. Whereas the Bali Tosa told that no, Rav Shist is coming to explain there's actually no Machlekes between the two. And the truth is from Rashi as well, Rashi also says the same idea. There, there is no Machlekes there. We'll see the significance of that by the Sashem and the Sukkim. So the Gemara discusses this idea. That's fine with the idea of something which starts as shahakal and shokan if you boil it up becomes better, it becomes improved, that's very priyadama. That we find the karbal the silkot the karo. With cabbage or beets or gourd. Something which starts very priyadama shokan and you boil it up shahakal, it goes worse, it becomes shahakal. Give me a case, where's the example of that? So Omar Abnachma Yitzchak Nishkacha log, you can find it, but to me the karate, with garlic and leaves. Those go what? So it says, process, I, but we see with our very own eyes, that's not the case. You boil up garlic, it's much more geschmack afterwards. So it says, yeah, that's only because you boil it together with meat and salt. You boil it on its own, you'll see it doesn't get any better. On the contrary, it goes worse. It goes worse. Tosa says, as opposed to if you fry, if you fry nuts, almonds in, in, uh, in, in honey, you make quite Ah, you're going to ask me. But the only reason it's got better is because of the honey. So the Rosh explains, and this is the way the Zibir Hamad has typed up the Rosh, but it's clear that that's what the Rosh seems to be saying is, yeah. But, that, if you look at Tosh very carefully, then Tosh, that's what Tosh means as well, the Ikka. Because there, the almonds are the Ikka there. They're the Ikka. The honey is only subtle. So therefore, even though it's only improved because of the honey, the broth is very pure. Masha Enkin, in the case of the, of the, of the garlic, which is cooked, the garlic or the leaf cooked with meat. The ikka is the meat. So therefore, since the garlic only became better because of the meat, and the meat is the ikka, therefore, because the bracha stays sharp. The bracha stays sharp. And it might as be pointed out, nowadays, I mean, number one, the garlic, that's all right, the soft side of the garlic, which was nice, apparently was very nice to eat and raw. And the maitha, though, I think Mr. Rua says, they think, nowadays people don't normally eat uh, garlic raw, so the halakha may not be quite like that. Carries on the Gemara. Darash Rav Nachman Mishim Rabbeinu. Now we have Rav Nachman. He Darash Mishim Rabbeinu. Who's Rabbeinu in this case? Umanu who is that Shmuel. Shalokos Mavarchen Aleim. The honor of Shalokos on these boiled vegetables. The broccoli make it very priyadom. The Chavirinu Ayyad Meherista and our friends who come down from Meherista Soil. Who are our friends? Umanu who is that? Ullah Mishmei Rabbi Yechon. That's Ullah in the name of Rabbi Yechon. Rashi says, the reason why he calls him our friend, not Rabbi Tinnis, because Rav Nachman was a very important person, says to him it was Chavirin. Umanu who, uh, sorry, so what did he say? Oh, you make Shachal. So Rav Nachman, I say, the Machloek is Shinu. There's actually a Machloek is going on. There's actually a Machloek is going on. The Tanya was relaxed in a brighter. Yotze in Baroque Kashari, that on Pesach, you can be yotze, your chiyav of matzah, with a, it's like a, a wafer, in other words, matzah, which has been soaked in water, uva mevosholo has been cooked in water, shalodimah, as long as it hasn't dissolved up. Right? As we had earlier with the, with the processed kayomas, with some which is, with, when you take your bread and you boil it up, no, the rabbi meh, that's definitely the rabbi meh. For rabbi yotze, and rabbi yotze says, no. Yotze in barakhi kashari, if it's been soaked in water, that's fine. Of a live and the but not if it's been boiled, even if it's dissolved up, hasn't fallen apart. So you see, the already have this machlokes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakhama about whether if you boil something up, whether it loses its previous status. And he says that I believe is the machlokes here as well. Shmuel says 
like this Tanakama, it retains its previous status. You can be able to master, you make Hanoisi on it, it's Lechem Oini, and so too, you make Bere Piyadom on the Shalakas. But Rabbi Yechonon says, like Rabbi Yehudi, no, it's not Matzah, you don't make Hanoisi, and you make Shahatad on the Shalakas. Says the Gemara, that's what Rav Nachman wanted to say. But Velayhi, says the Gemara, um, it's not really so, because I can really tell you, the Chuli Alma Shalakas, and I'm in Bere Piyadom. I can tell you, you know what, everyone agrees to make on Shalakas to make Bere Piyadom. The outcome of the Rabbi Yehudi also, the only reason Rabbi Yitzhi says over there, you're not Yitzhi with Matzah, is not because it changes, it's not Hamotzi. It could well be it's Hamotzi. And I'm assuming we're in on time Matzah over there, because we need to taste some Matzah. It's not because it's not Hamotzi. It's not because it's not Lechem, because it's not Lechem Oin. We need it to be Lechem Oin, we've got to have the time of Matzah, and it's not. And as the Rabbi Yitzhi says, well, what do you mean? We'll taste the Matzah where we found it. Time Matzah we found, not time Matzah. The answer is this is Matzah Ashiro. It's no longer Lechem Oin. Although, with regard to Hilkus Brachas, I feel Rabbi Yitzhi would agree that it retains its previous Brachas. Omer Abi Chiyah Barabba, says Rabi Chiyah Barabba, Omer Abi Echonon, Shalokis Mewatan Amen Beri Priyadom, on the bowl of vegetables, he made Beri Priyadom. Priyadom Ben Yom, by Yadah, Omer Abi Echonon, he says Rabi Echonon says, Shalokis Mewatan Amen, Shahak on the Ebed Warah. Like Ola says, he makes Shahak. So Omer Avnath Ma'yitzvah, comes along with Avnath Ma'yitzvah, and he says, Ah, Koma Ula de Shabbatik, Rabi Ben Yom, by Yadah. Now I know where this comes from, this, uh, this, um, this mistake of, of, uh, of Ula, the Ula said, when he came down from Eretz Yisrael, he said, Mishim Rabbi Yechonon, you make, make Shahatul. Because he heard Rabbi Binyam Bayefa saying this, and he made the same mistake, and he thought that's exactly what Rabbi Yechonon said, and therefore he ends up saying, that's what Rabbi, Rabbi Yechonon actually said. But it's a mistake. So he brought Rabbi Zero, when Rabbi Zero heard about these, this argument about what Rabbi Yechonon said, he said, the, the world that he said, I can't understand what's going on. Dichima inyan Rabbi Binyam Bayefa says to Rabbi Chiyabarabha, how can you quote Rabbi Binyam Bayefa alongside Rabbi Chiyabarabha? There's no comparison. Rabbi Chiyobar Abba Diyek who got much money from Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi. We already saw this earlier. We had this earlier on the Fahmid Gimel that Rabbi Chiyobar Abba, he was in the and he made sure to keep the exact terminology of Rabbi Yechon and his Rebbe. Rabbi Yechon He didn't have that extra money. I'm sure he was careful, but not quite as careful as Rabbi Chiyobar Abba. The Yodin number two. Rabbi Chiyobar Abba calls the last name of him out to come to Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi. Every 30 days, Rabbi Chiyabar would go over everything he does in those 30 days in front of Rabbi Yechon and Zerah to make sure everything is correct. Rabbi Binyam Dayefet Lomahadeh. Rabbi Binyam Dayefet didn't do that. Vogue number three. Barmin Deen and Barmin Deen. Besides number one and two. So let's get practical. There was this lupine, a vegetable. The shorty they shell out in the bacteria. They boiled it seven times in a pot to sweeten it up. The only day they came up to us, and then they ate it at the end of the Suodot, washed down the Suodot, and otherwise that's dessert. And also the Shah of Rabbi Yechonon, he came along and asked Rabbi Yechonon, what broth did you make on it? But when he said to them, a lot of it are they, very pre-Azom, he made very pre-Azom on it. Just before us, on Shalokos, at Shalokos, he made Kwa-Azom on it. But even furthermore, number four, Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, he was a eyewitness to a mighty Rabsa, a mighty which actually happened. But even though Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, and he wrote it to Rabbi Yechonon, I saw with my very own eyes with Rabbi Yechonon. Sha'ok al that he ate a salted olive, and we have a concept of molia, so it's there, something which has been salted, significantly it's got the din of being boiled, so it's shalakas. We boiled a lot of chilav also, and he made a broth on it before and after. See, Eomar, so Shalomah, Shalakas, and Mosai, Ukaimi, he says, it could well be it's Rabbi Zira still speaking here. It's going to be fine if you say that shalakas retain their original status, and I understand what he's saying here. It's going to be a molia, but I'll be it, but I'll be a molia, 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 but I'll be a and the Yomar Shalokas Rabbi Mosai Kaimi, if you say like Rabbi Yom Da Yefet, then it doesn't retain its original state. 
So Bishlam, if it's going to find at the beginning of the Chalav Shach on the end 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 of the he asked that we've learned, Yerok is Sha'adam Yitzhi by the Chavotib HaPesach. We've learned that with vegetables that a person can be Yitzhi, his Chiv of Mara on Pesach, Yitzhi by him, he can be Yitzhi with the vegetables themselves, Ube Kerach Shalayim with the stalk, Avaloi Kavoshim, but not if it's been pickled, preserved, Veloi Shalok, not if it's been uh, boiled vigorously, till it falls apart, Veloi Mavushalim, not even if it's been cooked a little bit, cooked, less than Shalokim. These are the digest from the Sayyukhoi, if you think that Shalokin, Shalokin retain their original state, so Shalokin am I though, why can't you have the Shalokin, the vegetables and the Shalokin? It's still very few hours on. So it's going to shine you off in the different area. It's got nothing to do with Hilton's process. So we're going to have more of that because we need to have the town, the taste tomorrow. Once you boil it up, it loses its taste. It loses its potency. That's the reason why. Omani Rabbi Yimio or Rabbi Zayda? Rabbi Yimio said to Rabbi Zayda. He said, I don't understand. The way we explained it based on the, on the, um, to explain, in fact, what the Tommy the Rabbi Yehuda was actually saying, it sits very kishmak, why he's saying to Rabbi Zayda. He said, you brought this whole case, this last case about the olive, you're saying, ooh, what prophet did he make afterwards? If he was Shachari, what prophet did he make afterwards? Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been a Shalok has changed to Shachari, because then what prophet did he make afterwards? He said to Rabbi Zayda, Rabbi Yehuda, how could he make a bracha on the, on the salted olive afterwards anyway? Given the Shachila Legarini, once you've taken out the pit, Says the Gemara, top of Lama Tessa Medalus, what's that Ishiura? It's no longer got the right amount, so you need a Kazarus to make a Bracha Akharema. It's got to be Bachalta. And even though the reed says, so the reed says, maybe it's burying a Foshes, no, you don't need the Shiur because it's not such a, a Foshes of a Bracha, but it says, Sotus and all the Roshonians disagree with it, they say, of course you do. You do need. So Amale, Sir Rabbi Zero replied, he said, Nisa Bar Kazarus, God of Enoch. Do you think we need a big Kazayas? So, Kazayas ain't anybody. We need an average size Kazayas. Now, who's the ice for the Kamehameha Rabbi Echelon? The only they brought in front of Rabbi Echelon, Zayas Godolabo. Before the pit was taken out, it was a big pit. The Abba got the Shotro and the Gaurinutti, because even though they took out the pit, Koshli Shiura, it still had the amount of an average olive. This now we learned in the Mishnah. Zayish Shomru, when we talk about, when they talk about the size of an olive, all things, whether it's Isurim, Prophet, whatever it is, Leikotim, Leikotim, it doesn't mean a small one, not a big one. And a Bainini, an average one. The Zeru Aguri, this is the one which is called the Aguri. The Omer Rabbi Avon, Rabbi Avon says, Leik Aguri Shomru, it's not actually, the name, real name is not Aguri, Ela Avruti Shomru, it's real name is Avruti. The Omer Rabbi Avon says, the, the species is called the Samruti Shomru. The Omer Rabbi Aguri, why is it called then Aguri? Sheshamru Agur Besoichem. Because its oil is stored inside it. Like in a grape rush, there's a place let's say an apple. An apple, no, the liquid is not stored inside it, like a sap. This is stored inside. But therefore, it says Rabbi Neil, it supplies both the kula and the khumra, we always go by an average on That's it. That's what the Gemara answers. Now, Tosin says, if you take a look at the Yushalmi, you'll see the, a different answer. The Yushalmi says there that the reason why Rabbi Yechon was able to make a broth offering on it. Maybe it wasn't the size of an olive once the pit has been taken out. But, um, rather, it was a barrier. It was a barrier. Meaning, 
that uh, it, was a, it was a whole fruit. It's a whole fruit. And on a whole fruit, you make, you make, um, you can make an afterbrot. Now, the question is, does the Rishami and Babi argue? The pastor says they do argue, and we pass them at the Babi. That even if you have a whole fruit, you have a whole grape, if it's not exact, they make a brot after it. However, having said that, we still find that the, the, uh, the Rishonim try and say that the, either the Babi or Shami just have a disagreement about what exactly the story, what exactly happened in the story, or maybe there is a disagreement about what's called a barrier. But everyone agrees when there is, when it is a barrier, it could well be even the Babi would agree, even if there's an exercise on a barrier, you make a bracha for him. And we went through various shots, and the Rabbi Yenna says clear, the halachalamaita, unless you eat the whole fruit, including the pit, you don't make, you, barrier is not, it's not called a barrier. So therefore, let's say on an olive, he says on an olive, you don't eat the pit. So therefore, on an olive, you don't eat the pit, and therefore, it, uh, you wouldn't make a bracha for it. And they talk about what happens if you did eat the pit. The truth is, generally speaking, if you were to eat the pit, I learned about our, our olives nowadays, and this is something which occurred to me, because, uh, in fact, in fact let's, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that thought for, for one second. That's what the Rabbi Yenna says. So he says, therefore, that's on pomegranates. You have, do you eat the pits there? Do you eat all these parts? Do you eat the pits? You would make, even if it's less than excited, you'd make a bracha for him. So if you take a grape, and you eat it together with the pits, you don't, don't go into the pits, then you make a bracha for him. That's what the Rabbeinu says, and it's absolutely clear. As for the Yishami, I don't think, he, he doesn't seem to be saying that Yishami says that Rabbi Yishami ate the pits. Just the Yishami holds him if you don't eat the pits. But Allah for the mighty says that in your in, we hold that you've got to eat the pits. Fine. The body holds you've got to eat the pits. Then we went to the Rashba, and the Rashba says that uh, also the way the base is understands is the same thing. That Yerushalmi holds the Ochal Garinotti, he ate the pit, but the Hasty didn't remove it. Whereas the body holds, he did remove the pit. Now the truth is, we pointed out, besides the fact it's very strange, Rabbi Yerushalmi would eat in the pit, the argument says very strange, anyone would eat a pit. That's point number one. Point number two is we were Madai from the end of the Rashba. That he ends up by saying, what's called not a barrier is when you crush it and you cut it up. What's that got to do with it? I thought the main point is you're not eating the whole fruit. Who cares? Unless you didn't crush it up. And on top of that, I'll, I'll just add one last question which we didn't put in there. It just occurred to me now. If you show me holes, he actually ate the pit. So what was the question to start with? What's got to do with barrier? Well, you're gonna, unless you're going to say if he's eating a small olive, which makes it very difficult. He's got an olive there. And the whole question was, hey, you don't have the size of a size because he took out the pit. So Rabbi Yechon responded, yeah, I ate the pit. So it's not because of a barrier then. It's because it was the size of a size. Because if it was a small olive to start with, then what's got to do with the pit? Or whether he ate the pit, or well, he didn't eat the pit. He wouldn't be making a bracha for an olive. Somebody should be asking if he didn't eat the size of it. Never mind, we're talking about at least an average size, average size olive. And the, the way the Rishami relates is somebody was actually watching him and he looked all surprised. See, his surprise was because, hey, he's taken out the pit. And the response is, no, I ate with the pit. So in which case, then it's not going to bury it because he ate because I ate. Why did you have to come to bury it? So with these three things in mind, I don't actually believe he ate the, he swallowed the pit. Rather, the main point is, this is what we suggested in the Rashba. It said, I would have said, even the Rashba agrees, you don't actually have to eat the pit. What the Rashba meant to say was, that in Al-Gamara, Al-Gamara holds, that the pit was removed beforehand. Before he put it into his mouth. Now, in order to do that, you have to break up the fruit. In other words, the reason why it's not a berry is not because you took out the pit. Of course you don't have to eat the pit. 
Beria says the Rashi, well, this is what we suggest to the Rashi, Beria doesn't mean, Beria doesn't mean you've got to eat everything of it. That's not the main Nikudah. Whatever's not normal to eat, you can spit it out, that's not a problem. But in order to get rid of it, you have to crush the fruit, therefore it's not a berry. You have to cut it away, you have to cut it up, therefore it's not a berry. Masha, he came to the he ate the pit. What did he do? He didn't swallow the pit. He put the whole thing into his mouth. And then he put stuff out of the pit. Once you put the whole thing into your mouth, that's called eating it as a berry. And he pointed out that supports the Kapachai and the Kapachai, it's actually quoted from the Benish Chai, when the Pre-Chodosh says that we said on fruit juices you make charcoal. And the Pre-Chodosh says, yeah, but if you suck out of the fruit, you suck out the juice and you make both the oil. Says the Benish Chai, that's only if you put it into your mouth and you actually chew it. So even though you're only actually swallowing the juice, it doesn't matter. That you make, that's called Achido. If you just suck it out, you hold it in your mouth, you hold it in your hand, you suck it out, that you would make Shachalot. And we said based on this, it's very Gishmat. Because once you put it into your mouth, that's called Derech Achido. Then if you spit out the people it doesn't matter. We don't, you don't have to swallow the thing whole anyway to be called a Derech. No harm in like that. That's the way we explain the Rashi. So, Ilule Dibriah Beis And then we have the Rosh. The Rosh who seems to talk about the way it's brought in front of you to the table. So we explain that what seems to be going on is a game that I did because if the pib is taken out earlier, so they took it out, the mashmah to the Rosh is in order to salt it. So that's not Derech Hatilo. You took out the pib in order to salt it. When you, when, you, when you got it in front of you, you got an incomplete uh, olive. That's not a barrier. Now Shein came, that's what the Babi said, it's talking about a salt as well. Whereas Yushami did it, wasn't salted, whatever the case may be, but it was brought to him complete. So now if you take it out, the pivot doesn't matter. That's called Derech Achida, that's called Beria. Because that's all the part of eating. You ate the whole fruit. Masha, if it's brought to you incomplete, you didn't eat the whole fruit. That's not called Achida Kalafri, because you were brought an incomplete fruit. So you can't eat the whole fruit because it wasn't there. Eating, in other words, let me just think about this a little more. Eating doesn't just imply what you put into your mouth and you take it to your stomach. It incorporates the whole life of eating, the chewing, the cutting away the inedible parts, getting rid of the fat, etc. That's called derech achilo. So if it's brought in front of me incomplete, so I've got an incomplete fruit, I'm not eating a, a fruit. Masheg, if it's brought complete, and then I cut away, I take out the pit. That's called part of achilo. So I, I was oichel. I ate a whole fruit. That's, I think, again, that, that, that's what it would seem to be for in the Rosh. Tying back to Tosus, we said Tosis isn't absolutely clear because he makes the point that he makes the point that the pit was removed and then it was salted. So does he mean like the Rosh? Maybe he means like the Rosh, like we just said in the Rosh. The main point is the fact that the pit was moved, removed before it was brought to him. What's the liar? What's the liar is the fact that uh, it was salted. In order to salt it, they obviously took it out earlier. We suggested it could also be he holds it, he's explaining like the Rav, like we said in the Rav, well, it could well be as well, we suggest another shot, which I don't actually think is Peshat, based on what we said in Marcus, but I don't think that is really Peshat. Not absolutely clear what, what Tosus means. Well, at least I'm not completely uh, sure. Halokhala Maita, though, Bodha Da'atenu, no matter what, these are all Peshatim in the, in the all various Peshatim, but Halokhala Maita is passing the Shofan that if a person eats, um, in order to be called a berry, you've got to eat the whole fruit, including the pit. Like, like, like the Rabbi Nye. And we pointed out, therefore, if a person is going to eat a berry, he should really make sure to have a desire. Eurasia mind says the Rosh will be careful, because again, maybe the Bible does hold it, maybe it doesn't. And therefore, Eurasia mind will avoid the Sotik, and make sure he's going to have a berry, he'll make sure as well to have a Shira Kazai, so it will definitely be able to make a proper Acharema. 
That's what the, that's what the, um, is Paskin's, is Paskin's, uh, la, Um, carries on the Gemara now. Neymar Ketanoi. So the Gemara, let's say this idea about Shlokas, where the Shlokas to Adon Shabbat, let's say it's actually a Mahoy Ketanoi. So I know three Talmudas, there were these two Talmudas, Dabu Yossi coming to Bakapora, they were sitting in front of Bakapora. Hevirafana, they brought in front of Bakapora, Krub Vudurmaskin Uprodius. They brought in front of them cabbage, and Durmaskin, which we said, although Rashi and Tosis quoted Shaf about being pruned, they say can't be because we're talking about Berkeley. I don't know when I say pruned, but in fact, that's the last, it's actually plum. Tosis says it's a different type of cabbage, Rashi says it's a type of herb, Sunny Mekwadoma. Uprodius. And they also brought bird, partridge, meat. So not some Barakapora was just left on the end of the Barakapora gave permission to one of them to make a brothel. So Rashi learns that we're talking about in a bread meal here, because otherwise, the idea of giving Rashus left on the end of the sounds like we're being mostly other people. How can you be mostly other people? On our dollar, you can't be mostly other people with our dollar it's actually a Gemara discussed later on whether it is Shaykh, but it's not Shaykh outside of bread meal. But Rashi, therefore, this seems to be the Pshat in Rashi. Rashi learns that it is a bread meal. It is a bread meal. So why are they making brothels on the, on the vegetables and the meat? The answer is because the only, the only thing which is covered by the bread is which you actually eat on the lappy the bread. They accompany the bread. These don't accompany the bread. And therefore, you have to make separate brothels. Tosus learns no. And seemingly, the reason why Tosus learns not like that is, we suggest it is, because the Bethel Hashem will see this later on. Tosus Shetha is, it doesn't have to actually accompany the bread. As long as it's a, bread, it's a, it's a part of a meal type food, then it's covered by the bread. Well, meat is most definitely a, a, a meal type food. So rather than Tosus, we're forced to say it wasn't a bread meal. So why does one being mostly the other? It must be because, it must be it's the Brokha Roshena, because we don't make a Zuman on, on, uh, on uh, foods and these sort of things with Tosus. Obviously, it was beforehand. So Tosus because they were Hesabu. They were reclining. By reclining, that shows the Kvios, and that makes them into a single group. And then, again, this is discussed in the Gemara later on, but there it's Shaykh, maybe, for one, two, three, two, three. So fine, so you told one of them to be mostly, you've got the two foods in front, you've got the, the, the vegetables, and you've got the Prodius, and the, the, uh, the meat there. So, Kofat to Birechala Prodius. So the person, he jumped ahead, and he made the bracha on the Prodius, on the meat. Shako before making a bracha on the vegetables. So Ligley got off his friend started making fun of him. <laughs> making a bracha on that way, he should have made a bracha first on the vegetables. So Kaas Barakapora, Barakapora got all, all, all upset. He got angry. Oma he said, I'm not angry with the person who made the bracha. And I'm a lovely guy in case. I'm angry with the person who made fun. You don't make fun. Because in Chavericha, then we can each other time, time, boss and the other. Look, your friend is somebody who's never tasted meat in his life before. He's like somebody like that. Never the meat is chobbed to him, it's kishmak to him. So, after Amali Glassor, so why do you make fun of him? That's why you made the bracha on that first, because it's more kishmak to him. So, Father Omar, then he turned to the. He turned back and he said, Lord, I'm the On the other hand, I'm not really angry with the person who made fun, because he's really correct. And it's not that, but he's actually correct. And I'm a boy, I'm angry with the Mavoyah, the one who made the bracha. So Omar, because he says, in Khosmaikan, even if there's no wisdom here, you hold I'm not a wise man. But Dikmaikan, am I not a zoking? Why didn't you ask me what to do? And Tanak's been taught, to Shneemba is Sirishanasa. These two Tanoim, they didn't live out the years, they upset by Kapora. 
And Bhakti Pura got upset with him. So Sarasakumar now comes to the point. My love bark on the piggy. Don't you think this is what we're arguing about? They're arguing about. The Mavoyaksava, the one who made the broth on the meat first, he held Shalakut to Pragya, Shakam Nebadvada. I've got vegetables which have been cooked here, that's shalakut. And I've got the meat, and both of them are shalakut. So he'll cut off the water, therefore I need the broth on the one which I like more, which is the meat. When Melagadik saw the one who made fun, he held shalakut for a priyadama. No, on cooked vegetables, for a priyadama. And Pragya, Shakam Nebadvada. And on meat, it's shalakut. It's very nice, you like it more, but what comes first? Obviously, the more kosher broth, which is for a priyadama. He'll cut off here on it, therefore the pre comes first. And so, so says Lamaita, that is, that is the halal. The halal is if you've got very pre or eight, very pre aldama, that comes ahead of Shaful. Well, that discussion will discuss this in more detail when we come to, to, uh, Man'ala, when we talk about the order of brothers. But just to know, generally speaking, very pre aldama, if it's more specific brothers or kosher brothers, it comes first. If you've got, uh, two, two pairs of Sesus, a monster and a shiva coming in, that's more kosher, it comes first. If they're equal, you've got two very priyadamas, then you go after the chod. You've got two shakos, you go after the chod. So that's what we want to suggest to Makhlaik. They're actually arguing, the main Makhlaik is, what is the bracha on the shalakas? So says the Gemara, like, no, that's not what's going on here. The kuliyama shalakas to pragya shahak on the other body. It could be, it could be, we're not saying the hackles, but it could be really that everyone agrees that even the shalakas you make shahak on them. The hakas of the high svarah can be begin, they're arguing this svarah, in logic. One holds that the Chobid, the one which is more beloved, the one which you enjoy more, is better. They're both shahatul, so you go after the Chobid, which is the meat. Umasov, the Malagi, the one who makes fun, he holds Kruvadit, even if you like the meat first. Even, even if you like the meat more. And in the same broker, it doesn't matter. Still, the cabbage is better. Why? Design. Because as a miter, that it fills up a person, it takes away the hunger, more than meat. We'll see that Bezbashan, because the Gemara speaks about the. the it speaks about the qualities of, of, uh, of this Kurov. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see that next week. But that pretty much brings us, therefore, to the end of the figure about Shalokas. So therefore, we, what's the Halakha then? What's the final word? So if we return to what I said earlier, when Rav Christus came along and he said, Rav says on Shalokas you make Hazom. Rav Yechonon says you say Shalokas. Rav says, I say it depends on whether it gets better when it's cooked or whether it gets worse. The Rib understands that Rav Christus is saying his own shiva. So says the, says the Rib, in which case Rav Christus is a Dasyotis. No one else in the Gemara makes the distinction. So in which case, other than Rav Christus, which he's a Dasyotis to take him out of the picture, we've got here Rav who says you make pardon. You've got Shmuel who says you make pardon. You've got Rabbi Chiyo Barabu who says that's what Rabbi Yerkan said anyway, you make pardon. So all said and done, he says that for the Arata, you make Kwa on Shalokas. Whether it gets better or whether it gets worse, it doesn't matter. Even if when it's raw, you make Kwa and when you cook it, it gets worse, it doesn't matter, you still make Kwa However, Tosah says, and this is the way the Rambam passes, and this is the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch, says no. Rav is not coming to Adas Yosef. He's not coming to argue and give a different shitter. He's explaining that really there's no Mahalokas between Rav and Rabbi Yechonon. And as far as he would be concerned, there's no much between Shmuel and Rabbi Yechonon either. And for that, for that matter, you could well say, you could well say, there's no much between Rabbi Yechonon and between Rabbi Yechonon and Rabbi Yechonon You could well say, depends on whether they get that or not. And therefore, Tosus gives us the following rules. If it's just as good when it's raw and when it's cooked, 
let's say apples or carrots, you eat them raw, people eat them raw, they eat them cooked, you make Radom on both. The Chayyotan says that, that is with the one tonight that people generally, in that place, they eat them raw as well. It's not enough just that it says good. But if it says just as good, you make Radom in both cases. If it's better raw, if it's better raw, then you make Baruch Radom. If it's better cooked, then you make Radomo, sorry again. If it's better raw, then you make Radom when it's raw, and when it's cooked, you make Shahakal. If it's better cooked, then you make Shahakal, it's not really so Gishmak when it's raw, so you make Shahakal when it's raw, and when it's cooked, you make Radom. That is more or less is the rule. Um, yeah. He says, even if, by the way, even if, when it, it's better when it, let, let's say it, it's perfectly gishmak, it's very nice when, it, when it's raw, but it's much better when, it, when, when it's cooked. So says the Mishnah Brura, in that case, you make shahakal when it's raw, even though it's perfectly gishmak, you make pardomo, because that's the true pre, that's the tachlis, that's what it, when it really reaches its state of the pre when it's cooked. He says, but, if in that place, people do eat them raw, so even though it's better when it's cooked, you make Kardomah even when it's raw. That's the exception, says the Mishnah Brewer. And we, we mentioned, therefore, it would depend on where you are. Whether you're in Eretz Yisrael, uh, sorry, because in different locations, the Minak HaMokum could be different. Therefore, for example, they say apparently in America, people eat string beans raw, so therefore, there would be Purabri Here they don't, Europe they don't, so it would be Shafri if you eat it raw. And so on and so forth. We mentioned that this will end. One last time we did talk about what happens if a person goes to let's say, from England to America. So now what does he make on the, on the, uh, on the string beans, let's say? Does he go after the Americans or does he go after us? So we said that Rosh Hashanah says, as long as you're living in London, you go after London. You make Shahakal, therefore. That means, obviously, if you move to America, then you'll make Hardom. But what we pointed out is, based on our understanding of how it works, is that it depends on what it's grown for, the main liquid is what it's grown for. So we said, although this, it's not Ali with the Hilton saw, this is just what we're suggesting, based on the, the way we understood it, was it's the, the, the point is the way it's grown, what it's grown for. So therefore, um, so therefore we said, that, that was based on the, the, I think that was based on the, yeah, the deal about whether, because he said in the case of the Shlokish, Rashi talks about it the whole time, he says that, Yerek She'in Darko Le'ochel Kai. It's not the Derek to be eaten that way. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean to say that it's because, um, I think that, 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 that was, it, was, it was to do with that as opposed to what we said with the, with the wheat. It's just that the person is not eating it. It's not that it's inedible. It's not that it's, that's not the way for it to be eaten. So we suggested that it, it could well be, it could well be, this is what we suggested, it's got nothing to do with the Minakamokan. It's to do with what it's planted for. In America, string beans are planted to be eaten raw as well. So therefore, American string beans, that's what they're planted for. It's a chiddush not la halokha. But I would have said, based on that, if they're grown there, they're planted to be eaten raw, so that's a yerek which the derech is leochel, the derech of that vegetable is to be eaten raw. Therefore you make kardom on it. Masha enke, um, it's, it's to do with the way it's eaten, and therefore if a Londoner goes to America, you could take even further, if we've got American string beans here, I would like to suggest that grown in America, 
let's say it's grown, and I know that an American grew it for Americans, because obviously he grows it for Europeans, and maybe different. But if he grows it for Americans, and somehow I brought a pa- packet back with me here, I would like to suggest, that it was grown, that Yeret, buying the last of Russia it's the Derech late Ochel Chai. The Derech is for that Yeret, for that one which has been planted, is to be eaten raw. And therefore I would have said, that's the pre. That is the pre Ha'adoma. And therefore you can make Berit Ha'adoma on it. It's got nothing to do with the eating habits. The eating habits just shows you what, in that place, what it's planted for. And it says, Halok Ha'adoma, have a, well, it's uh, going back to, going to Shabbos now, we're coming very close to Shabbos, so, I will hope everyone by the time you've heard this, you have a good Shabbos and you have a good Vah Ehed.